Welcome, everyone, to Brownback Bets, powered by BetSports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, looking very nice in his BetSports shirt there, that is Bet. See-through green. Thing going on. Is my buddy Andy. How's it going? How are things in Minnesota? Pretty good, pretty good. It's warming up. Well, it's actually not warming up, but this weekend, we're looking at 70s. So it's summer in Minnesota, baby. Give me a nice outdoor weekend for me. Uh, except for when the games are on, because we'll have Final Four action Saturday. Sunday's Easter. Sunday's actually my birthday, too. I don't think my oh. birthday's fallen on Easter. It did once when I was a little kid. I remember being very excited about that. Less so when you're in your mid-30s. So, But that'll be fun. We'll do an Easter egg hunt, and uh, maybe I'll get a cake, maybe some some adult time with the wife, since I think we're going to drop the kids off at grandparents and maybe go out since bars are finally open again. Um, so it should be a fun weekend, final four weekend, birthday weekend, Easter weekend, good weather. Fuck, you can't go wrong there. I'm going to grill. Uh, do have to thank our sponsor, WinBet. Still get your $500 risk-free bet. They're still underdogs to bet just because we ran out of madness in March. It's funny. All this madness, 15 seeds and 12 seeds, and it might end up we our final four might be three ones and a two when it comes down to it. I mean, it's already worst case. I guess worst case for seeding, you could have an eleven and a six if things got real wacky tonight. But I mean, if things chalk out, three ones and a two in the long run. But there are still underdogs to bet every night in the NBA and NHL baseball. Soon around the corner, great ways to use your risk-free bet. Check out the pinned tweet on our Twitter account at BrownBagBets. And if you are watching on Periscope, I don't know how much longer Periscope is going to be around. They keep pushing back the date. There, there may be a day we're just not on the Twitter feed. I will certainly post the YouTube links more, but definitely go follow us over on the BetSperts page on YouTube if you like watching this. It's just a better way to watch it. You can even set up alerts where you'll get a little ding on your phone saying, hey, there's a there's a show coming on in an hour when I create it. So, um, NBA, how did NBA go last night? I feel like Pretty that one good. total went over by a trillion. It did. It was 216. I think it closed somewhere in the 230s. So that was nice and easy. It had a slow start, too. I was a little nervous in the first quarter, but I think we closed that somewhere halfway through the fourth. And then the uh, Clippers ended up covering the number. We had a late um, scratch with Paul George, but that ended up not mattering. So good for us. It's funny how often that happens where you have like this late scratch and everybody freaks out. And then the good team still wins by like 20. I mean, actually, they won by 24. So easy cover by the Clippers. How are you going to follow up an NBA sweep? You got a shitload of plays today? Well, I would like to have a shitload of plays today, but there's only four games and they all kind of stink. Um, they don't stink. I, you know, Philadelphia, Denver, I think will be fun. Atlanta, Phoenix will be interesting. But as I start to look through here, Charlotte right now minus three and a half um, visiting Washington. I would normally like Washington in this spot, but Bradley Beal is questionable. Going to wait to see if he's announced in. I might grab Washington late. If he is announced out, I might look for like a Washington team total under kind of thing. It's just a really tough situation. Philadelphia continues to play without Joel Embiid. Um, that totals a 221. Denver's a five-point favorite at home. That makes a lot of sense to me. There might even be a little bit of value in Denver there. Atlanta, Phoenix, uh, pretty close to my numbers here at six and 220. You know, maybe lean towards Atlanta there, but we'll see what happens. Orlando and the Clippers. Clippers again playing on a back-to-back. Not sure if Paul George is going to play. They're huge favorites, minus eleven over and a half over what's left of uh, the Orlando Magic. It's it's a huge number, and I would actually lean the Clippers there. But again, given the injury uncertainties, I'm, I'm not going to grab a uh, big number and lay the points this early. 
Gotcha. And I will be hoping that all's well in Washington and we can get some some action from the Wizards here tonight because I am sitting on probably too many heat features, not only heat to do well, but <laughs> like heat to win the the division, the con what are you, yeah, it's called divisions, the Southeast yeah, divisions. divisions. Right. Divisions. So I guess we got, a division. we got a lot of division. We got some. Conference. And actually, we have the Suns team or Suns regular season win total under too. So I am not going to bet the NBA tonight since you didn't. I usually just rip rip along with you. It was nice yesterday, and uh, but I will be cheering for the Suns to take down the Hawks. That helps doubly in the regular season win and the Southeast. And obviously, I need the Wizards to win because they're both in the same division, but the Wizards aren't winning the division. That's just not something that's going to happen. So let's yeah. go, Wiz. Let's go, Suns. And let's go, Elite Eight. What time are these games tonight? I'm going to double check this. I'm guessing it's exactly the same as last night. So it should be. It starts around 7, 7 30. Yep. And I, I grabbed these lines just now. Gonzaga, there were some eights out there. I saw some people take that. Gonzaga, USC. Got both LA teams. Look at that. Uh, Crosstown rivals. In different regions here tonight. Who would have thunk it? UCLA can just suck my butt for how much money I've lost against <laughs> them. But starting, you know, starting with Zags USC, it's no secret. I've said it a trillion times. I have a Zags future. Again, not hedging. It sucks because this USC team is a team I've loved, loved through the tournament, loved throughout part of the season. Bet them small last time out, minus two. They crushed. They're long, athletic. They're a tough matchup. But it's just so, so difficult to stop all these stars for Gonzaga. They're so their offense just never has these lulls. Even even when they do have a lull, it's just like, oh, well, they had a lull, but they were up by 15 before that. They have so many ways they can score. They play decent defense. I don't think they're gonna have trouble with the, the USC the way other teams have had. So I don't know if they cover this number, but we might be looking at this at about 8:30 tonight, saying Man, we got Gonzaga versus a six seed under ten, like, and just feeling silly when they they yeah. do what they've done all tournament and continue to just cover these big numbers. So, and this this one's not even terribly big. The total, I'm I'm not so sure about. Uh, Gonzaga scored eighty last time out. We didn't get to the one fifty eight, so this dropped a no. little. I think you've seen these totals open a little lower, just because of what we saw yesterday in Lucas Oil with uh you know a couple of lower scoring games especially from the get-go like some 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 lower scoring first halves and uh, i mean arkansas baylor had plenty of action but the oregon state you know would they have 17 in the first half so these totals are probably shaded down if you lean under uh, i don't know if i'd get too excited about that uh michigan ucla and again these are a little different than your sweet 16 games because a big thing we talked about going into the sweet 16 games was the fact that you got a week to prepare you know he said houston gets a week to prepare for this zone various teams get a week off um it's a different it was a different kind of week too you don't get the week a lot of them would travel back to their home school and then travel to the next site because everything was in different spots so very very different look obviously to the tournament no traveling just sitting around for a week getting to prepare we saw Houston handled it with their defense. I don't like UCLA having to turn around and face this offense. This offense is just, I mean, how do you say this? Like a million plays? You know, you're, it's, just, it's, it's complete. They can they yeah. can do everything and anything they want to do on the floor. They have shooting, they, they have size, they have ball handlers, they have yeah. whatever you need. They, they can give you a little bit of it. 
very yeah very creative and just uh, like a lot i think that i'm saying it right a lot of plays they can throw a lot at you it's a very hard prep to go up against michigan i mean at all much less just in a quick turnaround like this after playing a tough game against uh, honestly a team they should have lost to and that's the other part of the, about this ucla should have lost to alabama alabama shoots that poorly at the free throw line very infrequently michigan probably covers this number um probably uh, i probably like the over a little bit here so the other total i'd stay away from but yeah i'm just kind of chalky over probably over under or zaga under michigan over and probably no bets but some live betting tonight and obviously be cheering for gonzaga to win the region gonzaga to keep moving on and then yeah sengarun says it live betting is the way to play zags if you have it again if the zags are close early and it's like a minus six Anything under a seven, I think I'm going to grab if I do do some live betting tonight. I'll be very excited to watch that. It sucks. It's the Is it the late one? No, it's the early one. Good. I don't really give a shit what happens to Michigan. If UCLA moves on, I'll tell you what, if UCLA gets it done, God bless them. That helps me in brackets. I actually went and checked on brackets. I no, normally never nice. really care. But I knew I had picked Houston to go to the Final Four and the Finals in a bunch of brackets. I'm like, I bet I jumped up. So a couple of them, I actually have a chance. If uh, if we can get like uh, Zags Houston final with the Zags winning, I think I might actually win a couple bucks. So good for me, good for me. And um, tennis go. I think okay, let's say okay. Tennis was um two and three. Pagula let us down. She had some opportunities to win the match late. It kind of fell apart. Oh, third um, set tiebreaker, right? Yep. Our Sabalenka, Vondrasova over. Never had a chance. Um, Vondrasova. Oh, yeah, Sabalenka trucked. She looked very Just, good. I might look at her next did. round here. Yeah, it was, she was really impressive. Um, and then, but we did get the late over. We got our over and our over sets there. So I think it ended up being a small loss for us on the day. Oh, yeah, double. we did a double stack the late one. So good, good, double good. So. Mm-hmm. so Luca Rusandriescu got over there. We've got another set of overs here today, Andy. I know how much you like these. I love a double Spitalina is going to play Anastasia Savastova here. The total is 20 and a half games. I would have this at a juicy 21, maybe a cheap 21 and a half. The over two and a half sets of plus 170. I think that should be plus 155, frankly. So value on both numbers here. Um, they've played a handful of times over the years. They tend to be very competitive matches. Um, they both play very long matches. You know, again, to repeat a phrase I use a lot of times when we're talking about this, when I look for overs, I'm looking for matches where I think we might see a tiebreaker, where I think we might see a 7-5, you know, women that necessarily may not have the strong serve to be able to close this out at the same time an opponent you know with the guts and, and return game just to um take a few s- games late and you know get us at seven five seven six so i think there's a great chance we see one of those here today which is why i like the 20 and a half and then the over two and a half sets again it's largely a numbers play here but both of these women have played a lot of three set matches lately so happy to take the number um you know given how the week has gone here for both women so we'll stack the over here for Sebastian Svitolina tonight that is, I think, seven o'clock. That's um, yeah, seven o'clock Eastern. So that I think is one of the night matches. Yeah, that number implies what, like, thirty-five percent of the times it goes to a third set, probably thirty-six somewhere in there. So like, yeah, thirty-seven. You're right. Thirty-seven. Okay, thirty. I was, I was damn close. So I mean, it just comes down to numbers. I should almost do a whole podcast on that. Like, here's why decimal numbers are better 
for betting or be- decimal odds are better and how to convert them into percentages and start to think only in percentages all the time, because that's how life should go. So some, you some, I think is an evergreen. Out. I think you and Drew did that a while ago, I'm not that exact angle, but you guys went back and talked about that and you did probably like a 15 I think minute kind of like rant almost where you're it like, just like I just think in percentages. And, you know, for those of you guys that maybe don't exactly know what we're talking about, maybe we'll spend some time doing this. There is a break-even probability, an implied probability of every price. You know, so that plus 170 we just looked at, you have to win that bet 37% of the time to break even. And that's how you should be evaluating your bets. If something's going to happen, you know, so again, we need to hit 37% to break even. If it's going to happen 35% of the time, we're not betting it. If it happens 40% of the time, we might bet it. If it's 45% of the time, we're definitely going to bet it. That's how you have to start thinking about these. You especially with the U.S. odds, the way it's everything in terms of $100, I think gets your wires a little crossed. Decimal odds make it a lot easier. If you're not familiar, that's how Europeans do things. You'll hear them talk about you know, $1.90 instead of minus 111 or minus 110, something like that. So something to look into. If you're not familiar, check out. The, I do you know you guys did an Evergreen episode on prices and things like that a couple years ago, was, I think during your first Evergreen series. So check that out if you don't know exactly what we're talking about. But that's really key. You got to yeah, look I think it was, about things. I think it was just like a math episode we did. We just called yeah. it like betting math or whatever. So um, Texas Flare Open. I'll get deeper into this. Obviously, I'm going to do the matchbook pod later on today. I'll get into some of the early looks on matchups. I will probably pay a lot of matchups. This is something we've mentioned this comparison a few times. It's like the 250 that you play right before Wimbledon or the French Open. The field kind of sucks. Um, Dustin Johnson lost in match play early in the pod play and just like rage entered this. Like he was just angry and entered the tournament, uh, entered the field. It was like 20 minutes. It seems like it was like 20 minutes after he's eliminated. It's like <laughs> Dustin Johnson is now in the field. He That's pulled funny. out. Uh, cool, cooler heads prevailed. He realized like, why would I go play another course in Texas? I should just head down to Georgia and play some golf down that way. So as he actually would be defending his title since he won it like, God, five months ago. So weird. Masters next week. Very exciting. We'll have some extra content on here. We'll have some extra content on the deep dive. That'll be a really fun week. But, uh, yeah, there's still money to be made in these weeks. And, yes, it is a weaker field. If you look near the top, there's still a couple of bigger names. You know, Spieth is going to play here, which, you know, he's from Texas. And there's going to be there's going to be some decent names, too, that that do play that maybe aren't good anymore. And some of them I do think are going to get priced a little funny. There's a, there's a thing we deal with every fall in the NFL when we get to like week 13. And this is like, it's a must win game. Oh man. If they, if they don't win this game, they're pretty much out of the playoffs. Like people bet on it because it's a must win game. And there, this is for people who are not in the master's field. This is their last chance. If you win this tournament, you are in the master's field. Unless you, unless it's somebody who's it's already qualified. Cool. Yeah. So there there are some people that are, are obviously a bunch of people that are already qualified. A lot of them are not in this field. But if you are not in the field and you win this, you automatically go get to play the masters. You're added to the field next week. And people are going to make the case for freaking Ricky Fowler. He needs to win this. His number probably should be longer than it is anyway. There are a couple guys like that that just, please, yeah, don't don't bet. Don't bet based on that. Like, it's just a very bad, yeah. Harry Higgs, Harry Higgs probably has a shot here. Like, it's kind of a bad field. At the top, it's Keith Finau. Scotty Scheffler, interesting, and we'll get into this later in the week too. 
Scotty Scheffler is third favorite. He was in the finals of the match play tournament. So he played seven rounds of golf in five days just now, and he has a tournament next week. I don't know. If I'm him, I don't know how much I feel like making this cut. I might look for a Scotty Scheffler to miss the cut. I'm not saying he's going to dog it, but if he has a bad Friday, there's no reason to really try on or a bad Thursday. There's not a big reason to try on Friday. So, um, he's, so a yeah, Texas uh, guy. he's a local yeah. Texas guy. So he's probably just showing up out of respect for the tournament. Yeah. I mean, uh, Con- Connors has won this before. Matsuyama's up here. The putting's going to be a little funny. Uh, these are, uh, I- I'd like to talk to you for a second about my handicapping process on this. Cause this is a, yep. this is something that will Brinson CBS guy. I made fun of him at first. Cause I thought he was joking, but I actually do this now. So I have PGA 2k 21 for my Wii or Wii, excuse me. I, I do have a Wii still <laughs> for my switch. And I played this course last night and like really took my time and looked at the course and looked at, you know, looked around at the fairways, looked how my shots were landing, looked at how the greens were set up. Like it's, you know, there's these really cool drone footage preview videos they make, but it's kind of fun to go actually play the course and just take your time. Like I took, uh, you know, I took a little time playing it. I shot 13 under because I'm a God on that game right now with my new driver, (laughs) but, uh, and the wind, the wind just wasn't up. So it was really easy play, but, um, there, there are some really tricky greens here. There's some really heavy undulations to the greens, similar to Augusta. There's like these runoff areas where if you don't land on the right part of the green, it's going to run and it's going to run down into a bunker. It's going to run into a collection area. So I did kind of have to take scrambling around the green stats and place them a little higher than I normally would, uh, you, which is usually almost zero. And it is something that does come into play next week too at Augusta. So a few different stats I had to look at. We'll get into that more tomorrow when I get into all my matchups. Yeah, that makes sense. Somebody I am looking at one of the favorites, it's probably going to be a long shot. Like the average win here over the last few years has averaged like 150 to one. So I don't feel great about this. And I will have some other long shots, but Abe answer, I just can't, uh, I can't get over getting this 25 to one. He's 20 to one in a lot of places in the market or worse. He's gained on approach every tournament he's played this year on the side. And uh, he's really just kind of been let down by the putter. And I'm not worried about that here. I think these greens are kind of going to mitigate differences in putting skills here. And really, it always has been. It always will be. And it's going to be a ball driver, a ball drivers, a ball strikers paradise here. So he's a good ball striker. And he's these fairways. Well, they're not skinny. Something, again, I found out when I played it last night. There's a lot of slope to some of these fairways where if you don't hit them right, if you're not hitting that, uh, you know, whatever that that kind of catch area right after, you know, your approach area where you're looking to hit after you drive. If you're not hitting that area, sometimes there's some funny bounces it can take too. And a guy, as anything in Texas, it'll depend on how the wind is and how they do it. You know, they can do some watering if the winds really do kick up. But yeah, answers, driving accuracy and scrambling over the last couple of weeks and months have been very good too. So 25 to one here. I like this one. I'll probably take some long shots. And as always, I will play JD's first round leaders because I'm just the first round leader fiend. And no matter if he doesn't, if he doesn't add Harold Varner, I will add Harold Varner myself because he's my first round leader stud. But um, yeah, look for that. I'll probably, 
Um, we'll talk about it tomorrow on the show for sure, but I will be putting a blog out with all my looks for this tournament, and I'll probably be playing day by day. I just gave up on match play day by day because that yeah. stuff was that stuff was such a zany ass tournament. I'm uh, I learned a lot for next year, but I'm glad I just kind of took it easy. All things considered, there was a lot of basketball, and I had stuff to do other than golf, and I probably saved myself some money not betting that too much. Yeah, I like your angle with the scrambling. Like you said, it's very windy. Like you said, there's a lot of goofy bounces. So in general, you you need guys that are a little more creative, guys that know how to get out of some of those situations. And it's probably hard to see that in certain numbers, especially at, at certain levels. But I think scrambling around the green it is a good indicator. You know, if you can be creative in those situations, if you know how to do that, you can handle those challenges around the course. And, and that's what you're going to have. Like you said, it's windy. There's going to be a lot of bad bounces. The greens are generally well protected. So I, I think it's good that you're – um, looking at that this week. Yeah, and I mean it's it's a technical course. That's kind of how it is classified. It is if it's not windy, the, the you know the winning score is still going to be like eighteen twenty under. If it is windy, it'll still be ten or twelve. But um, I guess really I'm going to dig down into the weather too because it does kind of change yeah. who I'm going to look at for some of these matchups as well. And as always, you can find everything I put out. My blogs will be over on the BetSperts app under the content tab. I will tweet them out when I write them. You can look for that coming forward. Anything I put out there over the weekend will be at a similar spot. All my plays on the BetSperts app. Just Andy on there. Here, Alex Christensen. You can find us on Twitter at AndyMSFW and at underscore noops. That's where we put out all our hot takes for sure. And, yeah, thanks for watching. Again, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Just bet spurts under YouTube. Very easy to find. Hit subscribe so you can catch all these as we're going forward. And if you are listening to podcasts, rate, subscribe, review, like, tweet, Please. retweet, thank, thumbs up, and all that jazz. Thanks for the hang, guys. See you tomorrow.